this episode, we bring on guest help start out to talk about the Nationals series. Who's the next one against the Rockies? Talk about the massive trade deadline for the Cubs. And go on to talk about monthly awards, roster moves, and answer the Q&A questions. Welcome back to the Cubs Win podcast. I am Cubs Win, and we are without Cubs Legion this time as he is out on vacation in Michigan for some reason. I don't know why, but we have a replacement for him. Some of you may know Cubs Dugout 3. So he will be filling in for this episode at least, possibly the next one. So, welcome. Uh, thank you, I appreciate that. So we'll start out just by talking about this national series. Well, we were without pretty much the entire team. We lost two out of three. So, for the first game, Ortega drove in a run. Uh, so did Wisdom drove in two on single. Manny Rodriguez made his debut, got two strikeouts. The Cubs lost at four to so Couldn't really get anything going there in the ninth inning. So, just a couple RBI hits. And for the second game, Cubs won this one. Hendricks pitched a really good game. Seven innings of one run ball, I believe. Um, Cubs scored on a bunch of bloopers. Contra, uh, Austin Romine, who made his Cubs debut, got an RBI double. He had two hits that night, actually. Uh, Ortega hit a home run. Hayward. Cody Hoyer made his Cubs debut. Came in with the bases loaded in the eighth with no outs. And he gave up one run, but it was on a sack fly. It was not his run. Currently has two scoreless innings. And Kyle Ryan came in and always gives me a heart attack when he pitches, but Close it out. Yep. So the series is split going on to a third game now. Uh, Cubs lost this one six to five, unfortunately. Rafael Ortega, three home runs that game. The only runs the Cubs scored. So he's been on fire lately. And the Nationals hit a walk-off home run. Uh, that guy had four hits that game, I believe. I don't know how he hit it out the opposite way. It was in 100 miles an hour or something, so I don't really know. Yeah, something along those lines. Picked an MVP of the series. I think it's pretty obvious. Rafael Ortega. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. It's Ortega, hands down. Not really any competition there. If you want to include quote unquote competition, you could say maybe Kyle Hendricks, but I think it's pretty obvious that Ortega takes the cake. Yeah. 
So Cubs lost two out of three of that series, and now we're headed to Colorado for three games. So game one, we have Zach Davies versus Kyle Freeland. So give your score prediction. Zach Davies versus Kyle Freeland. It's in Coors Field, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. I'll say um, I'll say it'll be about five to four. I don't think it's gonna be too high scoring game, but I think it is gonna be a game where there's a decent amount of runs scored. So I'm gonna say five to four Cubs. Okay. I'll say four to three for Cubs taking game one. All right. Second game. Alec Mills versus John Gray. So that should be a pretty good pitching matchup. Both are doing well in the starter spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's all I got for that. So, score for this series. Uh, for me, I think I'm going to say uh, I think the Cubs are not going to win this one because of John Gray. He's been doing pretty good and Mills hasn't been the best. He's been somewhat unlucky, but I'm going to say 3-1 to one, uh, Rockies. Okay. I'm going to pick the same score from the last game but flip the team, so 4-3 to three Rockies. All right. So last game now, Jake Arrieta. So I think that says enough. <laughs> they haven't announced their starter yet, so I I don't know. So just throw out something like Arrieta's on the mound, so you should already have enough runs for the Rockies. Yeah, I'll say um, I'll say seven to five, Colorado. Or like a position player to pitch, then I don't think we're going to win that game. Yeah. Uh, let's say Colorado wins it 8-4. to four. So, We shouldn't be losing to the Rockies, but when you're pitching Jake Arrieta, you're left with no options. Yeah, that's really all we have right now. And he pitched the first game against the Nationals. Wasn't as bad as I thought he'd be, but not great at all. <clears throat> yeah, an improvement from his last couple of starts, I'll say that. Yeah, of course. Uh, got very low expectations. All right. So, let's address the elephant in the room here. Mm-hmm. So, trade deadline day was very busy. Extremely. The Cubs just decided to sell everybody out on the team. Uh, did a lot more than I honestly expected them to do. First trade, we sent Craig Kimball to the White Sox for Nick Madrigal and Cody Hoyer. And that 
I love that trade. That that was amazing, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. Just getting Madrigal on itself is like, whoa, you know. Yeah, I wasn't great... expecting it at all. Yeah, I will, honestly wasn't either. I had bad feelings going into the trade deadline, especially with that trade being announced. But getting Madrigal is like a huge piece for our future and getting Horrors just like an extra cherry on the cake, you know. Yeah, I was looking at Hoyer's stats. He's getting really unlucky this season because a lot of White Sox fans out there, they were they kept telling me how bad he was and all that. But yeah. when you dig deeper into the stats, he's just really been getting unlucky. Not as good as he did last year, of course, but still good. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. I was looking into those stats he had. He has been getting a little bit unlucky. Mm-hmm. And for Madrigal, he's just the type of hitter we needed. Very high contact and does not strike out. That is perfect for this lineup. Yeah, someone Especially who can... Uh, into the future. Yeah, someone who can uh, complement Herner, you know, as the middle infield pretty well. Yeah, Nico Horner and Nick Madrigal in the middle infield is going to be Pretty fun to watch. Both they're basically the same person, except Nico's a lot better defensively and just has a little more power. Yeah, that's really the only difference about them. So, see, I don't know where I'd bring. That's either first or second for my favorite trades on deadline day. I'd give this... I think Jed, I don't know how he pulled this off. It's insane, but I think this is an A-plus trade for the Cubs. And which one? The White Sox. Oh, the White Sox? Yeah. I don't know how he... Whales to get that one, but hey, I'm not complaining, you know. Uh, it made sense for both sides. Maybe for the White Sox, it didn't necessarily make sense. They have Liam Hendricks already, but they're getting bullpen help. We're getting a young, talented player, too, actually. So, hey, I'm glad. All right, on to the second trade now. Cubs trade. Javier Baez and Trevor Williams to the Mets in exchange for Pete Crow Armstrong, which I really like this trade as well. Armstrong, the number five prospect for the Mets. And we weren't going to do Baez for Armstrong straight up, so we had to throw in Williams in there to get it done, and I'm, I'm happy with the trade. Yeah, as well, the fact that we were able to throwing Baez and then able to throw in Williams as well. Now we didn't have to throw in like Davies or something like that, who's been better than Williams. And we didn't have to give the Mets Bryant, who's been better than Baez, you know? So it's just been, I think personally we won the trade. Um, that's what I can say about it. Not many people were even thinking that we we're going to be able to get Armstrong for Bryant and Davies, but hey, I'm glad we pulled it off. Yeah, it's another great pickup by Jed there. All right, next trade. 
sent Chris Bryant to the Giants for number nine prospect Alexander Canario, I think you say it. And number 30 prospect Caleb Killian, I'm guessing. I'm not sure. Uh, I think for this trade, we could have got more, but it's not like we got fleeced or anything. Canario is really good. Yeah, it was a good trade. We could have gotten more from that. Honestly, if that was like the maximum the Giants were willing to give up, personally, I would have just kept Bryant and like try to rebuild around him. But I know Killen's actually a pretty underrated prospect, and you know, the number nine prospect's pretty good too. So we could have gotten more, but I'm all right with the return. Yep, I agree. All right, and I don't know how we did this one, but for the final trade, sent Jake Marisnik to the Padres in exchange for the number nine prospect, Anderson Espinosa. <laughs> yeah, so, this didn't make sense. From the Padres' AJ, perspective. AJ Keller continues to deplete the farm system over there in San Diego. <laughs> in exchange for Jake Marisnik. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't either. Solid bench bat, maybe? I guess. I'm not too At sure best. what brother was thinking. So, Espinoza, I believe he's had Tommy John twice. Okay. Not sure, though. But, there's a high ceiling, and he could... Possibly find his way to the back end of the rotation or maybe the bullpen. We'll have to see. But uh, this is a highway robbery, to be honest. Yeah, I'm definitely going to agree with you, you know. Uh, yeah, he has had Tommy John twice, but I really the think this guy's going to really has future. no value at all, to be honest. Like you said, just a bench bat. Yeah, at best, maybe a platoon option. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so Javier Baez, Chris Bryant, Greg Kimbrell all gone in the same day within just a few hours of each other. Not to mention Anthony Rizzo the night before. That was Whole team's just gone within a day. Guys who've been watching for the past five, six years, won a championship. Sad to see him go, but I think it was the right move for the future of this franchise. Yeah, it definitely was. I'm personally happy with the returns that we got. It's sad to see all the players go. You know, they got us a World Series and everything, but we're building a good, uh, or Jed's building a good uh, future for this team. Yeah, I I have no clue how he was able to get the returns he did. I think we got, I think I grade us an A-plus for that deadline. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say we're just slightly behind like the Dodgers and teams like that because Dodgers getting Scherzer and Trey, Trey Turner, like that's insane, you know? But on the best team in my opinion, uh, during the deadline. 
Yeah, of course. So, gonna not be winning a lot of all games. Is future is bright, very bright. Definitely. Could see us back in playoff contention in just two or three more years, maybe. Yeah, just depending on when some of our talent comes up. Because I know Davis can be up in a couple of years. Amaya, same thing. I saw Davis's ETA got changed to next year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So he good. could possibly be up a couple weeks into next season. Oh, that'd be good for us. Yep. I don't Marquez, be, uh... Marquez hasn't pitched at all this year. I think he's got a shoulder injury or something, but... Oh. To get some more games in the Myers, he should be very soon as well. The Maya, yeah, Maya, he's he's in really good catchy, but it's really you know when you look at the casual stats like his average. You know, a lot of people like to look at that for some reason. You know, like oh, he's mm-hmm. batting two fifteen, he sucks. But his on base is two hundred points higher than his average. His on base is like four oh five or something. No, that's really it's crazy. good. Yeah, not a lot of power, but you know, when you're getting on base that much, it, it doesn't really matter to be honest. Yeah. Would you possibly have him uh have him move around maybe just like first or like a corner outfield spot? Just to have like Contreras, or if we keep Contreras, or what would you do with that? Well, I'm not sure if he's able to play any other positions. So if we do decide to keep Contreras, probably going to be moved. All right. All right. So I think that's. Deadline day, quite a lot. Very good, like we were saying. Yeah. Um, let's see. We'll just a few other roster moves we made here. Caught up Manny Rodriguez, who had his debut the other day. Strikeouts. Also gave up that walk-off home run, but... I don't know how that was hit out, so I don't really want to blame him. Also brought up Janeshwi Fargus and Frank Frank Schwindel. I think he got to bat in one of those games, I'm not sure. And we selected the contracts of Michael Rucker and Andrew Romine. And obviously activated Ariana, unfortunately. Uh a lot of nobodies being uh, selected and bought up, but Rodriguez looked actually pretty good in his debut, so I'm happy mm-hmm. about that. Yep. And added Hoyer to the roster a couple days ago. He's pitched twice so far. I thought you were saying Jed Hoyer. <laughs> it's kind of weird that his name is pronounced like that, considering the spelling. Yeah. yeah. Got a scoreless inning uh, yesterday. So he's got two scoreless innings so far for the Cubs. 
pretty good start. All right. That's a good start for him. Yep. Let's move on to the monthly awards for July. So, starting out with the best hitter. Pains me to say Chris Bryant here, but... Who's your pick? Yeah, it, I'm probably going to agree with you on that, Chris Bryant. Um, even though he's not a part of the team anymore, he did great during that month. And best starting pitcher, I had Kyle Hendricks. Yeah, pretty good month. Yeah, he did as well. I feel like um, Edgar Alzelay would have a great case, only if he could figure out lefties, because those are really what kills him. Yeah, when he can start utilizing his cutter against lefties, he could honestly be the ace of the team. His splits left first right, it's crazy. Yeah, I agree with you. Best reliever, he only pitched 6.1 innings, but I don't think anyone else did better. Greg Kimball also. But... Yeah, pretty sure almost everybody knew who it was, Craig Kimball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Best reliever in baseball right now. Yeah, he is. Um, most of Ortega had a really good month. Yeah, definitely. I only saw him like as a bench bat, just to like fill in some spots, you know. But I mean, I've been surprised with this performance, and I'm not complaining about it. So I'm gonna agree with yeah, you on that. Uh, his three run, his three home run game didn't really fit into July. He still had a really good July. He only hit one home run, 57 at bats, but. At a 963 OPS, so it's still a really good month regardless. That's really good. Most disappointing, I picked Adbert. Just, it's like to say, he cannot get out left-handed batters, and it kills him. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, I would probably pick Adbert as well. Although you could make an argument for Ian Happ not doing so good throughout the month. I, he hasn't been doing good for the whole year, so. Yeah. yeah. So throughout the, Adbert gave up almost three home runs a game. Oh jeez. Like, gave up more home runs per nine innings than he did walks. For this month. Oof. Yeah, he's got to pick it up. The whip's decent, I guess yeah. you could say. Whip and the strikeouts. But it's really obviously only the lefties are getting to him. And once he figures that out, he's going to be lights out. Yeah, definitely. All right, that wraps up. Monthly awards. So let's have some questions here. Uh, we usually do for the end of each month. So 
All right. Question one is Jason Benetti annoying? Um, not as much as a bunch of announcers, but I'm not a huge fan. Can you repeat the question again, please? Is Jason Benetti annoying? Um, I, not really, in my opinion. Next one. Uh, do you think we will be above 500 before season ends? Uh, I'm not sure if they're asking, like, if we'll reach over 500 at any point or if we'll be above 500 like, as a whole record this year. I don't think we're going to finish above 500 this season, but I think it is possible we could get over at some point before the season ends. Not so sure. I think we're five games below. It'd be tough, but I think it's possible. Yeah, um, for me, I don't think we are going to finish above 500. Our ceiling would be, in my opinion, at 500, but I see us finishing with like a maybe like a 70-something win. 70-something wins. Yeah. Mid seventies, maybe. Yeah. All right. Would you rather have gotten prospects in the Kimball deal, or are you happy with the return? Uh, Madrigal, he didn't really. He hardly played in the minors. I think only played like a full year's worth of minor league games. We still have him and Hoyer under control through the twenty twenty five season. So. I don't think it's a much bigger difference considering how long we're keeping them. But I'm very happy with the turn, like we said earlier. I think that's the best possible return we could have got. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. Prospects would have been nice, you know, getting a couple of top 10 prospects for them. But at the same time, thinking about the future and thinking, okay, when's Brennan Davis going to come up? When's Miguel Amaya going to come up? When's all of our good prospects we have right now, when they're going to come up, it's good to have some veteran experience for them, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, Madrigal and Hoyer, I feel like would be good um, players to look up to. Yeah, Hoyer, we know, has the potential to be a closer. We could possibly mold him into that role. We'll have to see soon. Got a few people that could be fighting for the closer spot, actually. It's, it's up for grabs. Yeah, it definitely is. We had a couple of years where the closer spot was a huge question mark, and then Kimbrough came, made an even bigger question mark, was doing good, and then now he's gone. So <laughs> that sucks. Back to phase one. Yep. When will we win the NL Central next? I'm going to say... 2024-2025. I'm going to go a little bit earlier. I think if all of our talent comes up as soon as it can, then maybe 2023. That's a huge maybe. Uh, otherwise, I do think that 2024 is when we start contending for the division again. Mm-hmm. 
Where do you see Nick and Nico playing next year? Nick at second base and Nico at short. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Nick at second and Harden is going to be at short. Mm. It'll be the next Brizzo. We're going to call him Nico. <laughs> do you have any Nick magical memes yet? Not yet, but there will be soon. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. I haven't been able to think of any. Yeah, start. Need pictures of them in Cubs gear first, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. Will KB ever come back to the Cubs? Maybe before he retires, as like a one game contract where he gets one at bat at Wrigley Field right before he retires. But other than that, I don't see it. I personally think he may resign this offseason. Um, I don't know if he will, though. There's a lot of questions about that, whether or not Ricketts is going to be able to let go of some money. But I possibly do see him coming back to Wrigley Field to play for the Cubs sometime throughout his career. Yeah, he... Um... It kind of makes it hard when he's a Boris client, but we'll just have to see. I hope he comes back. Yeah, I do too. All right, last question. Why is Alzali so good? Uh, he's good against righties. Mm-hmm. Very good against righties. But lefties is a completely different story. Yeah, definitely is. I think he's... He's like in the 400s. Well, against righties, it's about like in the 200s. I'm not too sure about that, though. Yeah, I saw his splits the other day. Uh, his FIP against righties is about three times less than what it is against the lefties. Yeah, 276 or 2.76 against righties, 8.57 against lefties. It's insane. Yeah. Once he figures out the lefties, he will probably be an ace on the team. No lower than two, though. Yeah. That's the one guy that's the guy. Yeah. All right. So that's the end of the questions. All right. And let's see. Is there any other Cubs news we got out here? Let's go over something else. I believe we're uh, done with all the Cubs news, unless you want to. I'm not sure if you discussed this in the last podcast. The returns for uh, Tapera and Chafin. Yeah, we did those uh, after the trades happened. Otherwise, I think that's all that we got. Oh, there's one other thing we could talk about here. A quote from Jed Hoyer. He said, I don't know why our guys didn't want to negotiate. I don't know 
why are guys who we need, who we offer big extensions, didn't even want to counteroffer. They said they wanted to be Cubs and didn't act like it at the table. The only guy who wasn't like that was Hendricks. So, that's quite a quote from Jed there. Yeah, it definitely is. I'm, I really don't know how to feel about that. I mean, uh, these guys definitely, like, to the media and everything, have made it seem like they want to stay. But at the same time, they're also guys who need to get paid. And they're hardworking players, you know? Yeah, we know that Baez turned down a $180 million extension a few years ago. Which, honestly, I'm not planning on spending anything close to that on Baez. (laughs) Yeah. But Rizzo, on the other hand, see, earlier in the year, we offered him about 575. He didn't accept it. I I don't know. For the way he's playing, it's... I thought it was... At the time, I didn't think... Let me say that again. Jeez. (sighs) At the time... I thought that was a low ball offer. But this year, he's obviously having a down year and all, so it kind of makes you think he should have took that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It's He's not doing too well, and he may be declining pretty soon because he's getting up there in age. He's 31 right now, I think. So uh, yeah, that's the money that he may be worth down the line when he's uh, – fourth year or the fifth year comes to his contract. Yeah. Oh, it's been pretty crazy the last few days. Yeah, it definitely has. Rizzo got to say his goodbyes. Uh, Baez. Bryant hasn't said anything yet. I'm sure he will be. Yeah, he definitely will be. I saw somewhere that he wanted to uh, come back to Chicago to say something. I'm not too sure uh, if he saw that. Uh, I I know the Giants do play the Cubs in September, which I might be going to the first game that KB comes back to Wrigley. Hopefully I get to. Yeah, I was actually planning on going the first game too, so <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll have to see. Hopefully I get we can go to that. Give him the ovation he deserves. All right. Uh anything else? I think that it's about all for me. Yeah, same for me. I don't have anything else. Alright, that'll wrap up this episode. Comes dug out. Maybe coming on the next episode. Not sure yet, but just depends when Legion is going to be getting back from his vacation. So, don't be surprised if he is the coast for the next episode, which will be let's see, after the Rockies series. So it'll either be Thursday or Friday. Thursday probably. It's a day game. Friday, so 
Next episode will be on Thursday. All right, sounds good. All right, that's the end of this episode. Um, my Instagram, of course, helps win. Twitter is Duffinator5. Had to change it sadly since Chafin was traded. Uh, my co host here, Cubs Dugout, his, <coughs> his Instagram is Cubs.dugout3. I don't know if you have a Twitter or anything, but if you do, you can shout it out. Yeah, all I have is a personal Twitter. I don't really use it too much, so it's all right. I don't have to. All right. Well, let's right. end this, and we'll see you in a few days. All right. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you.